Hey guys, you know me, I'm all about the easiest way to make a podcast, and I've decided to go with this podcast on Anchor, because number one, it's free, but it's a creation tool that I can do anywhere at any time on my phone or my computer, and I can edit my podcast right then and there. I can add music to it, I can add sounds to it, and it will be distributed anywhere and everywhere spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, but my favorite pocket cast and i can make money from this podcast with no minimum listenership now at my last podcasting host i had to have 500 downloads a week even to get minimal payment this you do, don't have to do. Make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, it's Sam with Daily Sports Betting Overtime. And probably for the last week, maybe two weeks, basically since college basketball conference tournaments, have started happening. Different people have been hitting me up on Twitter. I've had, um, I guess, two people actually write me email. Um, if you do want to do that, that's daily sports betting ot at gmail dot com. And then on Twitter, I'm overtime daily. Um, but I've had several people write and say. I would like to get into sports betting. My husband's into it, or a friend of mine's into it, or they never thought about betting on sports. They've been a long-time sports fanatic, but never made it to Vegas. However, now their state has online sports betting. And a couple people have said, we've listened to your show we don't really understand it. Or they hear what I'm saying, but they've signed up for an online sports book and can't find what I'm talking about or don't really understand it. Earlier, if you go back in the episodes, I talked about betting UFC. And maybe what I should have done was actually just break down how you bet on sports for brand new people. So that's what I'm going to do in this episode. I'm going to try to break it down as best I can. If I miss something, you still don't understand something. Write me. I will be more than happy to help you in any way, shape, or form. Also, in the show notes of this podcast, um, there's a place where you can click and send me a voicemail. You can always send me a voicemail and I'll answer it. But, like I said, I am going to try to keep this short, but also keep it understandable. So, I think the very first thing you need to realize is you need to do your best to take your emotions out of it. If you went to a school at a certain place, 
or you grew up with a favorite team, you know, if you grew up with the Dallas Cowboys, don't bet the Dallas Cowboys all the time because that's who you grew up loving and that's who uh, your TV station shows all the time and, you know, all your friends like them. Because when you're betting, you're actually betting with your money and you don't want to lose that. And most teams in the NFL don't go undefeated. So you really got to take a step back and say, should I be betting on this game? That's why on this podcast, on different episodes, you'll hear me say, I'm betting because I like this coach. I'm betting because I love this team. And if you want to fade me or you don't want to bet this game, I totally understand. I try to give reasons. And if and I try to be very honest. If I'm betting because I've liked this coach for 15 years, I'm, I'm going to try to be honest with you as far as that goes. But I think we need to start with the complete basics on what is a favorite and what is an underdog. Because you hear that on TV. And basically, I mean, as, as basic as I can break it down, a favorite is the team that everyone expects to win. And everyone, all the experts in whatever sport that is, considers them the better team. Now, this may be where you really have to think, or you have to concentrate, or you kind of have to flip your mind. When you see this, either on an online sports book, or if you go to Vegas, in front of that team, next to where their odds will be, you'll see a minus sign. And then, of course, the underdog is the one that's pretty much expected to lose, and it will get a plus sign. Now, if the game is equal, if people... Experts think it's going to be a tight game. Either team could win. It may depend on how the ball bounces or a referee's call or something like that. Then you'll usually see PK beside of it or even. PK means pick them. Just pick who you want. We're not offering, you know, any big odds. Or it's going to be an even game. Uh, different sports books do different things. So you just need to be aware of that. Now, I know you're thinking, okay, but I really don't know what you mean by minus signs and plus signs. Okay, well, let's talk about that. There are two ways to bet favorites and underdogs. One is called the betting the spread, and the other 
It's called betting the money line. If you've listened to this podcast on pretty much any episode, you've heard me do both. Uh, A lot of times, I bet the spread, you can win more money. But there's a lot of times, I will bet the money line. And you'll hear me say, I'm betting the money line. I'm betting them just to win. So, let's talk about the spread. Because that's the one a lot of times you hear on TV, or you hear at work, or you hear people talking about on the internet, or friends of yours may be talking about. The point spread is you're going to be betting on the margin of victory. How many points are they going to win by? So, what a favorite team in your game will do is they will give the underdog points while the underdog gets those points. So, let me use an example. Let's say this Sunday. Obviously, they're not. NFL is not playing. But, let's say the Patriots are playing the Jets this Sunday. Well, obviously, based on past history, the New England Patriots are going to be the favorites, whereas the New York Jets are going to be the underdogs. So when you go into your online sports book, or you go to Vegas, you're going to look at what's called the board, and in an online sports book, you're going to click on NFL, and you're going to kind of scroll down until you find this game. When you find it, it'll say New England Patriots minus seven. And out from the New York Jets, it'll say plus seven. So what that means is the Patriots should win by more than seven. In order to make it fair in their heads, what they're doing is giving seven points to the Jets, and the Jets are receiving them. Okay? So, if you bet the Patriots, then that means they need to win by at least eight points or more. And if they do, that's called covering the spread. And it means you win a certain amount of money. If they only win by seven, the score is 17 to 10 then that is called a push. Because it hit right on the nose, and what the sports book will do is just give you your money back. It's like that bet never took place. However, if the Jets win, or they lose by six points or fewer, then 
you lose. So, if the score of the game would be 17-14, you would lose. Here's how you know. Remember, New England is scoring 17. The Jets got from New England 7 points. With their total points are 14 and you add 7. So that makes their number 21. It's 21 to 17. Jets win. Because you did not bet on the Jets, you lose. So that's kind of how you can figure out by the spread how to bet it. And you would be able to figure out throughout the game whether you were actually winning or losing. So there are a lot of times in NBA basketball, like tonight I took um, the Denver Nuggets, and I think they were minus eight. Well, that means they have to win by eight or more, or excuse me, nine or more points in order for me to win. Now, Denver may win. They may win by three. But that doesn't necessarily mean I won. I for In order for me to win, they have to win by nine or more. The easier way, I think, to bet when you're first starting out is the money line. I'll caution you on what the downfall is on that in in just a minute. But let me explain the money line. It is based solely on which team you want to win the game. Who do you think is going to win the game? Um, You know, if it is New England versus the New York Jets. Well, you have always grown up being a Patriots fan. You think the Patriots are going to kill the Jets. That's great. You can bet the money line and not have to worry about points. It allows you just to pick a team and bet them. Now, favorites, again, are given minuses. But the numbers are going to be higher than a point spread. Remember, point spreads are, you know, minus one and a half, minus three, minus seven. You know, uh, in some of the NBA basketball games first round, they were minus 32. But when you are betting money lines, you'll see that on your online sports book, and above it, it'll have an ML standing for money line. And then if you're looking at the favorites line, you'll see minus whatever, minus 150, minus 120, minus 200, minus 500. Um, if you're looking at a UFC fight, you might see minus 3,200. Um, they can be anything. What it means is whatever that minus number is. Let's say it's minus 200. It means you 
would have to bet $200 to win $100. You would have to bet, at a minus 500, you would have to bet $500 to win $100. And that's the reason why a lot of times you'll say, you'll hear me say on these episodes, I wanted to bet this game. But then I looked at it, and the price on it was minus three twenty-five, and I, I just don't think there's any value in that. And so that's why. Um, so what happens is you bet two hundred dollars. If the favorite wins, you get a hundred, but if the favorite loses, then you're out your two hundred bucks. You you've lost two hundred bucks. So when you're betting favorites on a money line situation, especially, you're taking more risk when you're betting on them because they're supposed to win. Underdogs, you'll see plus. Designations plus 100, plus 150, plus 120, plus 200, plus 500, whatever. If the underdog is plus 200, to use the same exact one, if you bet $100, you'll win $200. So if it's minus you're going to win less money than whatever that minus is. If it's minus 500, obviously you're going to win less money than that 500. But if it's a plus, if it's plus 500, if you bet bet $100, you're going to win $500. This is because the underdogs aren't expected to win. And so... The sports books give you more of a reward when they actually win. Another thing that you hear on episodes that I've done in the past that people have questioned, now what are you talking about? Are overs and unders. Overs and unders are about totals. And it depends on the game. Uh, football, it would be total points. Uh, basketball, also total points. If um, it's hockey, it's total goals. And it's both teams combined. So it's the total number of points scored by both teams combined. And the sports books set a number, and you bet, is the game going to go over that number, or is it going to be under that number? So, they're not playing tonight, but let's say the Celtics and the Bulls were playing each other tonight, and the sports book set it at 215. Well, if you bet over 215, 
and they win when you combine their scores together, it's 217 points. You win. However, if when you combine their totals, they only scored 201, you lose. So you can bet that they're either going to go over that total or under that total. This, you can do a lot of different research and historical research. And if you heard the previous episode dealing with tonight's bets, you heard me talk that I am going over, or excuse me, I'm going under in the Clippers-Spurs game tonight. And I gave you why that, you know, they're, they're this many in turnovers. This, they're 2060 in slow play. They're this or that. And so I believe with these two com- teams combined, they'll go under. I betted another game over. I told you why. And so you can do some research on it. I caution you not to go too far back in your research because they may have different players, they may have a different coach, um, they may be playing a different place. So kind of watch your research and make sure that things are fairly equal, okay? Then people, uh, probably the most asked question is, Sam, you're giving two numbers, and we don't understand it. And I wrote by two numbers, what are you talking about? And so they were trying to explain, and they would say minus 110. And so I went back, and I actually listened to one of my podcasts, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. Because I would say, you know, I'm taking Duke plus three at minus 110. And people didn't understand. They... They might have gotten the plus three, but they didn't understand why I was given a minus 110. So what the odds makers do is they kind of put a tax on you on every single bet. You'll hear me call that the juice. Now... A lot of older people, like in my dad's area or my grandfather's area, they called it The Vig. Um, I think there's a movie actually called The Vig. But um, nowadays, most people kind of call it The Juice. And it's that little bit of extra commission that you pay the sports book for them to accept your wager and process it, and if you win, to give you the money, and if you lose, then they also let you know that. So, let's keep with Duke. Let's say um, Duke is playing tonight. They're minus 5, and you hear me say they're minus 110. Well, the first part of that means Duke is minus five, so they have to win by six or more because they're giving five points to the underdogs. But the second number I'm saying is 
minus 110. That's the odds I'm getting. And so if I wanted to bet them, I would need to bet $110 to win 100 If you hear me say, I'm betting Duke minus 5 and they're minus 150 I would need to bet $150 to win 100 So that extra $50 is the juice that I'm paying the sports book in order to take my bet and to process it. This, well, that is probably the second most popular question. I said it was the first, but then I got to thinking, no, this um, next question is probably the number one question. And it's, how much should I bet? How much do you bet? How much do most people bet? Well, here's the thing. Some people only bet the college basketball tournament in March. And they don't bet any other time of the year. Some people only bet the NFL season. Um, I know of two people that only bet baseball. Because... That's where their strength is. And they really don't know any other sports. They don't feel comfortable betting any other sports. So their limit or how much they bet per game would be totally different than mine. So it is about your bankroll. I have been open and honest with all of you. My sports betting philosophy is this is a marathon. It's not a a sprint. Yes, I will give you my record from yesterday. It's 10 and 4. I can give you my record from last week. I can give you my record from last month. I use a program, it's called BetSperts, it keeps track of, you know, how I'm doing with teams, conferences, sports, all of that. So, I mean, if you ask me, how are you doing when you bet the Boston Celtics, I can tell you my stock record. Um, but here's the thing, I'm not about... Yesterday I had ten. I was ten and four. I was excited last night. I was still excited this morning. But I also know that today I may go four and ten. There's gonna be good days. There's gonna be bad days. You're gonna have cold weeks. If you've been listening to this podcast since the beginning, you've heard me go through cold weeks. Weeks where you know I've been losing every day. And then the next week, I'll win four days in a row. Um, There was one day, I think a month ago, I lost one game. I was so excited that I couldn't see straight. And then about three days later, I was like 4-21 or something like that. So that's why I say it's a marathon, not a sprint. 
add them up by the month, add them up by the season, see if you had a winning or losing season, or you had a winning losing January or February or whatever. I personally recommend what's called a fat, flat betting approach. I know many people who don't do it. You know, the Super Bowl comes around and they say, I'm betting $50 on the Super Bowl. Whereas me, I'm going to continue and bet the same amount on the Super Bowl as I did on the conference games the week before. I don't raise or lower it because it's a marathon to me, not a sprint. It's a game. So, what I'm going to explain it to you in easy math terms. You want to bet the same amount pretty much on every game. And you're going to be risking between 1% to 5% of your bankroll per play, per pick. So, if you sit down... You look at your finances, you look at your budget, and you say, for the month of April, I have $100. Well, then you shouldn't risk more than $5 per game. And if you're going to bet a lot of games, bet a dollar. And I know what some of you are thinking is, oh, I can't bet a dollar. A dollar won't give me a rush. A dollar won't give me that adrenaline. That may or may not be true. Because here's the thing. You may be betting that dollar on one game, but remember, you you may be betting 10 games a day, or, or you, know, you might be betting 20 games a day. So you got to remember that part. And you can, after a week, you can figure out, oh my gosh, I, I've i been betting a dollar on different picks, and I've won $44 already this week. Then that's where you get your rush. Okay? So, maybe you're only spending $5 per game. What this helps you do is it guards you against losing your complete entire bankroll if you have a bad stretch. You only have $100 in the month of April. And if you're betting $20 a game and you go on a cold streak, you blew out your bankroll on maybe the first week of April and you're thinking, what am I going to do for the next three weeks? And you're going to become very tempted Oh, I can cut this out, or I can cut that out and get more money this way or that way, or maybe I'll take money from next month. And that you don't ever get in that habit. So, bankroll management is very, very important. Um, you by doing Setting your bankroll and then figuring out how much you can spend per pick. It also sets you up to pretty much have a positive return at the end of the month. 
Now, are there going to be some months you may lose money? Yes. You may start out with $100 and end up with 5 at the end of the month. And then the next month you start out with $100 and you end up with $450 because you hit a parlay or you hit a golf or you hit, you know, a NASCAR thing. So you're going to have up and down months. Just realize that. Another question that I get asked a lot is, well, which book do you play? I play as many as I need to. And I know you're thinking, what? I play as many as I need to. Uh, Where I'm located, we have, I believe, five online sports books. I may check all five. If I'm wanting to play that Duke-North Carolina game, and um, I go to one book, and they have Duke at minus five. I go to another book, it has uh, Duke minus five and a half. Well, I throw that book out because I found a book that has it lower. So then I go to the next book, and they've got Duke at minus four and a half. Okay, well, I want that book. So I check the next book, and it's minus four and a half. And then the next book's minus five. Well, I've got it down to the two that are minus four and four and a half because they're giving me the best point spreads where I'm going to win. So it's a matter of me choosing what the second number is. Is it minus 110? Is it minus 140? And getting the best price I can. So that's what takes a little bit of time is finding out where has the best price for you if you listen to i don't know probably the first five six episodes a lot of times i would say oh you can get this at FanDuel or you can get this at DraftKings." people started writing me and saying I can't get it like that at at DraftKings. Well, number one, I didn't realize that some states' um, numbers are different. If I'm betting the Michigan game, then the number, I may be able to get a better number than you who's betting the Michigan game in Michigan. And so, that, that's why. The other thing is, a lot of times, I'll tell you exactly when I'm recording my episode. Uh, there are some nights, I'm recording it at 2.45 in the morning. Um, there are other days, I'm recording at 9.30 in the morning. One day, I recorded, I think, at 3 or 3.30 in the afternoon. So I'll tell you, hey, you know, I've been busy at work, or I've been watching this line, hoping it'll do something exciting, because lines change throughout the day, especially if something exciting is announced. 
such as somebody's not going to play in that game because they're hurt, because they've been suspended, or something like that. Or somebody's going to come back for that game. Maybe they have been hurt for three weeks, and now they're coming back. It's affecting the Lakers right now. For those of you who don't follow the Lakers, LeBron James has a high ankle sprain. They're not sure when he's going to come back. High ankle sprains are really notorious about not really knowing when you're going to be back. So if, you know, you were wanting to bet the Lakers last night, you watched their number, you know, fall. So that's the thing you've got to watch. And until you feel comfortable... You can listen to me. You can listen to others. Um, If you want to know some other podcasts to be listening to, write me. I will be more than happy to give you different podcasts. I haven't found one that is good in everything. But, for instance, college basketball. I... I don't know the name of their podcast. I want to say it is Goodman and Dalzer. Uh, but it's Jeff Goodman and Rob Dalzer. They have been two of the best basketball insiders for years. And they used to write columns. Um, now they're on the internet. They're doing podcasts. They're doing radio shows. They're still in touch And they give out predictions to games. But they also give out a lot of inside information such as, oh, this this kid's not going to play. This kid's got COVID. And that's one of the reasons why I listen to them. So if you want to know any recommendations on podcasts that you want to listen to or articles or sites or whatever, write me. You guys know... That if I can help you guys win money, I'm going to try to do my best. I'm also going to try to do little podcasts about this. Doing research on the weekends and then putting some of them out throughout the week of how to bet baseball or how to bet uh, NASCAR or how to bet whatever. Um... I hope to be doing that in the future. So I hope this has helped. If it didn't, or you have additional questions, write me. I'm on Twitter, Overtime Daily, or write me on Daily Sports Betting OT at gmail.com. Or I have been trying to get you guys, if you're listening to this, come join our Facebook group. All you do is go up to the search bar, Daily Sports Betting, uh, Overtime Podcast, click Join. We'll get you in there. And I give away free picks. Other people give away free picks. Other people talk about their betting styles. Um, There's one guy in there. He doesn't bet every day. He only bets big games that he's interested in. And he'll tell you why and everything. So uh, feel free to get in there. But I wish you the best. If you've betted at any games tonight, I wish you the best. Hope you win. Um, Otherwise, I'll be talking to you guys tomorrow, and I'll see you down the road.